CFYLP is sponsored by CapturedPrey.com. Visit CapturedPrey.com today for all your import and third-party Transformers needs and save even more through the Captured Prey Loyalty Program. You can also save on shipping on domestic orders of $150 or more. See website for details. CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. Mega Toy Fan. Maximize your collection with Megatoyfan.com for all your vintage toy needs. You can also find Mega Toy Fan at popular robot and toy conventions year-round. Minimize your costs and maximize your collection with Megatoyfan.com. Transformers for your listening pleasure, TFYLP for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. Now, where did I put that chorus star? Ratchet, did you take the chorus back? Transformers, Hello, everyone, and welcome to TFYLP, Transformers for Your Listening Pleasure, episode number 266. I am your host, Ron Land, a.k.a. Weird Wolf. Along with me this evening is Sergio. Good evening. He's he's the man in black tonight. Yeah. <laughs> They're keeping me in the dark. Jim Black. Hi, guys. Uh, sorry to inform you, but due to some recent budget cuts, uh, tonight's show will consist of only one Jim, one cup. Oh, I don't think they want to see that. Oh God, that was that was just awful. <laughs> Amateur. Uh, now, now that we're sitting here having to watch Jim play with his cup, you know. <laughs> I could also play I can with be, my hot rod. Yeah, I could be watching uh, Justice. You know, I could be watching <laughs> Justice League action right now. I don't, you know, I could be doing. <laughs> And uh, that and that that lovely voice that you just heard is also Headmaster Don, who is waving and taunting a, a Super NES Classic Edition up. You know, it's like he's he's too good to go get an emulator and and just actually play games that uh, way. <laughs> Duran, you've seen my technical ability. Do you think I could even understand how to do an emulator? It's much easier for me to buy that and plug and play. <laughs> Oh, or, or I can play with this if I want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know Orson's got parts A and B in already. Yeah, and, I, and I I'm can, like, I have no money right now. Yeah, because I can play with this too. Sad drumbo. Or, or this. Well, I opened that last week. I have the oh, Japanese one though. The Magic Then mine came with yeah, mine came with the the gold shield for Prime. I was like, why is this in here? <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to apologize for the very very late start tonight. Um, I've got everything set up on time, and whenever I click uh, to begin the stream from my computer to YouTube, 
basically, my computer just was going like, nope, not going to do it. Screw it. Not going to do it. You know, and uh, uh, long story short, I had to wound up bypassing my router that I got last week. And I'm jacked directly into the modem right now. So there is like nothing between my computer and my modem right now. And, and I feel kind of naked, you know. So, so it's going commando? Yeah, it's going commando. <laughs> we are without underwear tonight. You don't want me to pan my uh, my camera down right now. It would be very bad. You <laughs> might actually, you? yeah, you you might actually see my big big pot belly here, you know. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks everybody uh, who is uh, in the live chat right now and and has been waiting for the show to begin. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, and uh, and your patience with us tonight, but here we are, and we are live. Uh, I want to tell everybody that uh, uh, we are sponsored by CapturePrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service, uh, where you can save even more with uh, orders of one hundred fifty dollars or more with free domestic shipping and discounted shipping on international orders of $150 more. CapturePrey.com, great toys, great prices, great service. As well as Mega Toy Fan, you can maximize your collection while minimizing your cost with Mega Toy Fan. Uh, and you can find Mega Toy Fan on Facebook. Uh, search out Megamus or uh, Mega Toy Fan, and you will find either one uh, because they're one and the same. And uh, you can also find Mega Toy Fan at all the popular robot and toy conventions year-round, such as TFCon. Uh, you know, great parts parties and everything. If you need, if you need a rifle or something other, he's probably got it. Um, and uh, search out Mega Toy Fan. Also on Ripped Apparel, uh, if you use the promo code TFYLPPOD, you can save ten percent on your order at RippedApparel.com. Uh, and also if you love what we do here on TFYP and love to, uh, keep us going each and every month, uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash TFYLP. So, uh, now that all that is out of the way, guys, we are talking about listener questions tonight. Uh, there's been a few that's been posted, uh, since, uh, yesterday whenever I posed the question, uh, and everybody that's in the the live chat feel free to ask questions as the show goes along and comment and uh tonight the show uh, the floor is yours uh we're going to be uh discussing things and topics that you guys uh throw at us and uh, uh see uh, see what we can find to talk about that is on the listeners minds uh if you are watching us live you can do it on the live chat you can tweet us at tfylp on twitter or you can post it on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash TFYLP. Uh, we are monitoring each and every one of those. And, uh, you know, you might get mentioned here on air. Maybe. Just just maybe. <laughs> so, uh, Don, you, uh, you haven't opened any of those things yet, right? No, I've been really busy at work and just have not had time to tear them open. I did open, however, uh, I, I had I had a run of luck on eBay with some sales a couple of months ago, and I bought a couple of things. I did get X-Transbot's Klaatu that I opened. Oh. Love Klaatu. Lo love him. I've got the Toy World Clear version, but it's more for that it's clear than mm. – because I love the way those the, the, they look with the, in the light. But I think the X-Transbot is a – better 
Cosmos, in my opinion. It's a little bit simpler, a little bit more uh, streamlined, um, really nice. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Are we boring you, Don? No, it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's just my, it's, it's my work schedule. Um, it's called work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called work. Um, I really haven't had a chance to open a lot of the stuff I even got. I mean, I opened up Overlord that I got at TFCon. Uh, I opened up uh, uh, Shatterglass Rodimus I got at TFCon. Um, probably going to be selling Coulter. I, I think if I'm going to get this mold, I'm going to get it as Thunderclash. Because that Thunderclash mm-hmm. that they showed off looks really, really nice. Is, I will probably <clears throat> is that the red and orange be selling. I might be yeah, interested. Yeah, I'm going to sell that one, uh, pro- probably. Uh, like, you know, I, I got the two Machine Robos. I got the Leader One, and I got the uh, Blockhead version. Uh, I did see the reviews, or at least some early reviews, of the uh, Shuttle and the uh, Blaster, Spacey and Blaster. That looked really good. Uh, I did rebuy a second Cybertron. <laughs> Uh, Lord have mercy. I haven't even seen the one yet. Well, it's all based on Dynonomics. I did have two, and I took one back because I said, I don't need two. I need to be more responsible with TFCon coming up. So I took it back. And then Toys R Us was running a sale at 109 online. The store matched it. I got 10% off uh, with the the coupon code. Plus, I had uh, $20 in reward points, so I got it for, like, 60 So, yeah, I'm, we got, I got my second one back, so I got one in the box and one to open because it's G2 Primus. I mean, really. Well, uh, it's also meant to look, and, and uh, from what I understand, the, the colors of the Unicron, or I'm sorry, the Primus, uh, is meant to look like the animated uh, Cybertron from G1. You know where he, uh, where Cybertron was mainly blue, uh, bluish yeah. uh, tint, and then there was like uh, those uh, the deep chasms that were orange. Uh, right. That's that's why that's why this you know the colors on uh, on Cybertron Primus. If, if they want to call it that, that's fine. I'm calling it G2 Primus because that's what it looks like. <laughs> Uh, uh, f- uh, first question tonight, uh, Don. Will Klaatu yeah. recolors be named Barada and Nikto? Uh, I'm not. I, probably so. I mean, that would make that would make the most sense. It's just I'm not sure what other Cosmos colors, unless you did one code as Pathfinder. Pathfinder, yeah. From GoBots, that's pretty obvious. And maybe if, maybe if you did a shattered glass version, which was a coloring version. That he was maybe red with green highlights or yellow with green highlights. You know, maybe a, maybe a coloring version there. Uh, I'd like to maybe, see like a traditional UFO, like like, like, in gray, like, like a in silver, gray, yeah, yeah, that, like a silver, yeah, like a silver metallic. Cool. Because that that would make because Klaatu comes with a stand that looks like he's abducting something, and in that silver classic. 50s flying saucer colors that would be kind of interesting display piece to have him abducting <clears throat> a plastic cow yeah what, what, what he, he's named he's named after Klaatu which was uh, the robot from that one movie the day that yeah. I stood still still yeah so it'd be perfect well what yeah. they should have done is include a uh, include a little pistol 
that looks like a anal probe? <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's well. See, actually, it, it, it's uh, the next trio they're going to do uh, of robots is Azrath, Metrion, Zenthos, from what I understand. So there's nice. that. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know uh, if you guys uh, have saw my little little video that I aired uh, or put up on the Facebook group this past week, but I was messing around with uh, Zeta Toys uh, uh, Whirlblade, which is their Vortex. And if you're watching on the YouTube video right now, I've got it in helicopter mode uh, right now, and he is very clean. In, and they're uh, in almost yeah. yeah I mean, I, I saw them at T, I saw them at TFCon, and that's yeah. like I knew they would be big, but not that. Big. He they each each one of the each one of the limbs are easily leader class size. So yeah, that means that means that the uh, the combined form of this Bruticus is going to be gigantic and he will be he'll be bigger than Morbitron. Yeah. Yeah. And all, not only that but also the 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 mere fact that the, these Zeta guys are like 50 bucks, 50 to 60 bucks depending on where you get them. I'm like I can't Are they pass getting restocked cuz they're like out everywhere? Uh, I I know looking I know Orson at Capture Prey, he's uh, he's trying to get more stock, but like like I said, he uh, if you don't pre-order it, it's it's pretty much gone by the time they come in. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad I jumped on these guys. I've got the blast off and the vortex. Uh, yeah. bra, a bra I mean, if I, if I miss out, I'll be I won't be too sad because I'm probably going to get the Ocular Max one because mm-hmm. they're they're my favorite third party company. But the the cool thing about the Zeta toys is just how big they are. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, now this was just came across Twitter a little while ago. I didn't, I didn't. I, it's you know just as a as a new item, Iron Factory, who do the uh, really great smaller war in the pocket kind of scale. They're doing their own set of DJ DJD figures, and they look and they really com- detailed for the size. And they combine. Wow, they 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 have a uh, Gestalt mode. Uh, and I, I don't have any connection to the DJD, but that's a good looking, just in general, that's a good looking combiner in this gray resin prototype kind of thing. So if you're a fa- if you're a fan of the comic and don't mind the smaller scale, this looks like this could be really. And Iron Factory does some pretty good work. I've only got uh, one or two of their pieces, but what I've got, I like. Yeah. So I thought that I'd just bring that up as being something new. Here, um, Jim, any anything new that uh, has really stood out to you lately that you might have picked up besides playing with your cup? Well, uh, I mean, I, I just I just cannot put this uh, Titan Return cup down. It's just it's just blowing me away. It's so radically different of a departure from the classic uh, G1 cup transformation, uh, but it's just. It works in both modes. I, I love it. Um, aside from that, though, um, I've uh, been uh, refocusing a little bit on uh, my uh, my main portion of my collection, which is uh, reacquiring uh, many of the figures that I had as, as a child and then any updated versions of those characters. Uh, most recently, I have uh, reacquired... Uh, Generation One Axer. I'm just missing the, I think the, the, just the seat for the motorcycle. 
Uh, and then uh, just last week, I, I got in the uh, Revenge of the Fallen, Hunt for the Decepticons mold, uh, Axor. And uh, I've got it displayed uh, next to so I, I don't know if you can see really too well. Here, hang on. Got my window open. There we go. Now I know what I'm looking at. Um, in my entertainment center here, um, behind that glass door are the Generation 1 versions of uh, my various characters, and the one next to it are all the updated versions. And I'm almost out of room already in it. I, I know what running out of room means. <laughs> um, but I, I have something sad to report, though. Uh-oh. Uh, my, my Computron, my D1 Computron, uh, I have in the one case, and then next to it I had managed to fit in the uh, Combiner Wars version, the, uh, the box set. Uh, Holy Combine had, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Flying Saucer. Oh, uh, Scrounge. Uh, not, yeah, not, not Cosmos. Um, had all them attached, and, you know, I was just messing with them the other day. Nose cone separates it by, by his feet, which causes the whole thing to go off balance and topple over sideways. So now there's this big, long split uh, that goes along the center of uh, Afterburner's windshield. Oh, broken harder. I mean, it, it still looks okay, but like if you look at it in the light, you can see the crack just going all the way down. Well, well, luckily you know, you know, someone like Mega Toy Fan, who can probably help you get a replacement. I'm sure he probably could, but I'm, uh, you know, broke. Um, oh, I'm so is your afterburner, but I'm Internet man that might have a Combiner Wars afterburner you don't maybe want anymore. Um, oh, I was, I was, I was, I was thinking of G1. I'm sorry. Might, well, I was starting to say it might be better just to go buy a new one, but then you'd have to buy the whole box set. That's what sucks. You know, and I'm, I'm limited on funds and yeah. space. Um, and I, I still plan on getting the Unite Warriors version in addition to Combiner Wars simply because they're separate molds. Uh, so that, that was that was a plan anyway, uh, windshield or no. A couple other questions I'll, I'll, that's I'll probably just live with it. Uh, come in. Uh, Carrie asks, uh, uh, have any of you guys been able to find any of the new last night toys beyond the first wave in your local retail retail stores? Um, me personally, all I have seen beyond wave one is Hound and Megatron in retail. That's it in my area. Uh, recently, within, probably within the past month, I've seen, you know, uh, Hound, Megatron, and uh, Nitro Zeus, or Decepticon Nitro, whatever you want to call him. I have not seen that in stores yet. Now, I do have the Voyager hey, Scorn, but I got that online, so I don't think that really counts. What about you, Sergio? Anything up in the Chicagoland area? Uh, no. Tons of Wave 1. Um, I've seen Leader Megatron. I think that's Wave 2 yeah. Leader. Um, but I've ordered everything online i i told myself i usually i always tell myself this i'm not gonna buy the whole line and i pretty much ended with almost everything uh but wave two and up i did all online especially the one with the cogman wave because there's rumors that he's not gonna come out so i just yeah. went ahead and ordered it online but a cogman was found in washington state last week yes. yeah i saw so i mean at this point who knows? I mean, no. it's it, it's a I mean, it's literally 
the crappiest crapshoot you're ever going to run across. Yeah, the it, the it, distribution it, for the last night has been the worst I have ever seen actually, in my time as collecting. I, I I don't know if it's true, but you know how people state things online and they really don't cite, cite any sources. So take it with a grain of salt. But I've heard that the last night uh, toys are some of the worst selling uh Transformer toys uh, for any of the movie lines, and I find that hard to believe since uh, Age of Extinction was pretty crappy too. Uh, and these these guys that aren't all has that to bad. Do with the movie, uh, the movie did not do well domestically. I mean, yeah, but it nowadays made a ton though, of money, yeah, but see, that's just it though. Nowadays, domestic gross doesn't mean as much as how much is it going to make in China mm-hmm. or, or worldwide in general. But and I, I don't yeah. quite necessarily agree with the the toy sales thing, uh, because they, they have they've had limited product in the stores. I mean, sure, you have a lot of people. Well, because nobody's buying them, them. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, a lot of a lot of places aren't even stocking them. Uh, some some WalMarts here around Indy, uh, they don't have the uh, the deluxe classes. Uh, others don't have leaders. I mean, I my, even, not even a spot for them in the my local Walmart here, uh, they do not carry, uh, they carry deluxes for RID and the movie, uh, and, uh, generations, which is currently Titan returns. Uh, and they carry voyagers for the movie and Titan returns. That's it. They don't have any leaders. They don't have any, uh, of the basics or Legion class. They don't have any of those things. It's, it's sad. Uh, my local Walmart just got in six shot in the past couple of weeks for the first time, and I found six shot in March on the way to Jolanta. Mm. Mm. Uh, so no. I mean, I mean, it's just yeah. I've I've seen uh, as far as Titans Return, I've had good luck. Everything that I've wanted, <clears throat> I've seen in stores, but I still I still get it online just so I don't have to do the hassle. But uh, from the the local Chicago group I'm in, we have a network of, you know, hey, this is what I found. Who wants it? But we've managed to find everything. But I just I just don't even bother with having to go throughout the whole city just to find one thing. But yeah. as, <clears throat> when it came to the last night, it's we saw wave two and that's it. Have have not seen anything past that. The uh, my local target, I walked in the other day and. There was a strafe on the shelf. Wow. I was like, okay, this is new. So I go to the scanner. It's, yeah. And then, and then I, well, well, not new, but something new from wave two. So I go check the scanner and there's more in the back. So I asked the, asked the, the gentleman working toys, I'm looking for anything that's not what you already have on the shelf. Uh, pretty much just bring, bring me whatever you have and I'll, I'll, I'll buy the ones that I need. Because you need some on the shelf anyway, like one or two, but, you know, and it's all wave one. So apparently someone bought a wave two set and returned the strafe, and now the strafe's gone, which I didn't want another strafe anyway. So it's like, that's, that's all I've seen is literally of wave two uh, deluxes is that. Mm. Yeah, that's really sad. Uh, let's, I guess... The, the nature of tonight's show will not necessarily lead very well into very good segues, but uh, another question that just popped up uh, or popped up earlier, uh, Emmett Sreslovich asks, uh, what is the cast's opinion on the viability 
of the new Fans Toys Terminus Giganticus repaint, the Sentinel. Um, my thoughts, uh, I want it, but I have absolutely nowhere to put it. I'm, I'm stressing over where in the world I'm going to put Terminus Giganticus. I really am. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to go through and really cut some more stuff out. So kind of be watching the Facebook group. I'm probably going to be throwing some more stuff up there pretty soon because I've got to have room, and I mm-hmm. just don't have it. You know, I'm really thinking about taking my Titan Returns, uh, keeping the core guys like my Weird Wolf and Mind Wipe and Skull Cruncher and stuff and, and just letting the rest of it go. I really, you know, I mean, I just, just don't have the room. And I and I, I'm not going to pass up Terminus Giganticus. I mean, that's that's one toy that's like a must-have for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's the Alpha and Omega of your collection currently. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's the the Omega. I don't know if it's the end. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> um. But yeah, it's 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 another one of those landmark toys that, you know, re- regardless of whether or not it's official or not, I've got to have it. Uh, but the Sentinel looks so pretty too, and mm. the thing, and, and if, if if space were no issue and money were no issue, one would certainly have to buy more than one of the uh, Sentinels. You know, well, you know, it, it, it's it's a, from my area. There, there was a sort of a folksy saying, you know. If Hoppy Toads had wings, they wouldn't bust their butts. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, you know, I, and believe me, I agree there, one hundred percent. That's deep. <laughs> but uh, I love the way it looks. But I'm, and I mentioned this on RFC last week. DX Nine has also shown off their Guardian recolor, which we all figured was going to happen anyway, because there's only so many things you can repaint and make a Supreme into. And I kind of want to get the DX9 version. Again, DX9 has made super strides over the past couple of years in some really quality products. I want to see how their Omega turns out. And I'm kind of tempted to get their version if the quality is there because just to differentiate without double dipping on the same mold. Uh, that way I get two different flavors of Omega without buying the same color pattern. That said... The fans' toys, I think, will do good for those collectors who want, like, like you know, something different, something like like, like something uh, like a centerpiece for a collection. But they really don't like the Omega colors, or they'd rather get you know something else. It's uh, I hope it does well. It's just you know that's not really something like you said, Darren. You can't really troop build that one. Yeah. Even though you'd, I would really, really want to, but it's just not going to happen. Uh, Sergio, what's your thoughts on the, the Sentinel? Uh, I have no attachment to it because I didn't grow up. I don't even know what the original one was. Was was it actually in the show? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, oh, go ahead, John. Yeah, in uh, the episode of War Dawn, where the Aerobots travel back to Cybertron's distant past, and we learned about Ryan Pax and Optimus Prime. There were Guardian robots shown in that episode. I think that was the first time we'd seen them. That was your basic generic peacekeeping robot on Cybertron. Yeah, they were basically Omega Supreme in the in the bluish uh, color scheme. 
Uh, I guess you could call them G1 auto troopers, basically. They were just like mm. the, the basic grunt police force, I yeah. guess, is the well, best. Well, the way I took it, Omega was supposed to be like their their boss or, or something other. He was like the leader of the Sentinels because he he essentially was a Sentinel robot that uh, that that was... I don't know. I mean, I, maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but I took it that he was the only one that had uh, a spark. A spark, or, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, and, besides, and, and and he was given an actual specific place to guard, being Crystal City versus being a generic trooper kind of thing. So, you know, that sort of puts him head and shoulders above the other ones as far as rank, which I think is a is a fair assumption. Yeah. I, I was never sure uh, as far as uh, you know whether or not you know the, the Omega Sentinels were, were drones or or if they, they did indeed have, have sparks and were sentient. Uh, but uh, one, one thing I was pretty well understood on was that Omega Supreme himself was at, at the very least the commander, the, the one overseeing all of the Omega Sentinels. Yeah, uh, I took at, it at that the Sentinels were more more or less drones than. And Omega's the one that had the had the spark, even though they right. had the similar construction. For for Crystal City, at any rate, we don't yeah. know about any anywhere else on Cybertron. Yeah, um, Fox for Not asked on Twitter uh, yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you guys answered this or not, but what are the chances of there being a Titan class Unicron? Um, I anticipate it about twenty nine uh, No. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be probably last year. I think it's probably going to be next year. Um, yeah. Honestly, uh, yeah. I think it'll be the one probably that that will come after Predacane. We know we're getting Predacane because they they tease the wing at uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, Predacane's going to be next year though. Yeah, Tower of the Prime. But I think the. Uh, but you've also got Rodimus Unicronus. That's a heck of a name drop. Not to have a Unicron somewhere in your line. Mm-hmm. Right, I, th- I think that's a tease for later on down. I mean, look at Titan Returns. We got two Titans in it. You know, we got well, sure, uh, Fort not, Max not within and Trypticon. one calendar year. That's what I'm thinking. It, it'll probably still be a Power of the Primes, more than likely, but sync up with uh, Transformers 7 in 2019, because they, they've teased in uh, uh, the last night about Unicron being the guy Unicron, and basically being Earth. Now I don't I don't think that they have uh, given up on doing a Titan class uh, Scorponok or Omega. I think they're just put more on the back burner for now. Yeah, yeah. John, John Warden mentioned that all three were going to be made uh, from the vote. Just the vote was who was going to be made first. So yeah. I agree with that. They probably are holding on on them for now. Yeah. Uh, that, that reminds me, though, uh, recently, and I'm not sure if it was uh, legitimate and confirmed or if it was just uh, somebody uh, just making some kind of mock-up, uh, there was some kind of cease and desist letter floating around recently uh, said to supposedly be from Hasbro. Uh, that was uh, a fake. Yeah. Was it a fake? Yeah, mm-hmm. that is a fake. Okay. okay. It would have been much more professionally thinking, worded. You know, but, uh, if that, had that been legitimate? That would have made sense where Hasbro. Well, to the, the cease and desist was not on official Hasbro letter, Hasbro or Takara letterhead, first okay. and foremost, and it was not professionally worded, as Sergio okay. said. I didn't actually yeah. read through it. I just saw it as I was. It was made to think. appear to be that way, but it's somebody. Yeah. Somebody being a, a troll. Lot, 
it would have had a lot more legal jargon in there. Yeah, a lot more yeah, verbose. Than, <laughs> than just, hey, can you guys please take the stone? It kind of looks like our stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and as we've said before here on the podcast, uh, and this is strictly my my personal opinion, but I think that we are so far into third party now uh, that if Hasbro or Takara were to try to legally fight third party, it would be a losing battle because it's just there's just too much out there, and they don't they simply don't have the money to fight yeah. fight them now. It'd be expensive. Uh, it, they if they were going to qu- uh, to quash the, uh, the or squash the third party thing, it should have been done way back whenever that first City third party. Yeah, whenever City Commander came out or something other, they should have hammered them. Then they should have said uh, stood their ground. But the moment they started letting this happen. Uh, it, it, it got away way too quick. And mm-hmm. I honestly, and this is kind of a sidetrack here. I honestly think that, you know, other toys, to, uh, toy franchises are going to be, um, uh, have this happen to them. The third party thing. We already have seen a little bit of it with turtles. Uh, you know, there's that third party, uh, shredder and third party Krang out there. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's just something that that the toy companies there's going to have to be actual legislature legislature made um, that can prevent them. I mean that that would only work here in the United States, of course, mm-hmm. because you know if you uh, any, they can produce anything in China, really. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if they they can't stop KOs. No, they're not going to stop third party. I mean, they was there. There was chaos back in the eighties and and before that. So it's it's going to happen. Uh, it's just more yeah. rampant now because people know what they can get away with and what they can't. So you know, long story short, third parties are here to stay. You know, for better or for worse. Uh, you know, who knows? You know, they may get big enough that that it may shut down the official brand. Uh, I think that's a bit extreme. Mm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> they would have to get every single kid who buys Transformers and well to switch to hundred dollar third parties. Well, look, let's <laughs> look at the let's look at the thing though. Uh, you know, collectors make up a huge part of the of the official market right now. Um, you know, kids are not sustaining the brand. We are. Let's be honest with that. You know, kids are a large part of it, and they are the main primary target. For the majority, uh, but but you know, keeping us afloat, or what's keeping the brand afloat, is that added collector uh, thing. If if it weren't for the collectors, I think we'd, I think the brand would be done, or at least nowhere near as big as it is now. That's my opinion. I mean, there's no, I don't have any intrinsic evidence on that, but uh, there's lots of things that indicate that to me. Well, the movies too. I, I can agree to a point, um, like you were saying, you know, the, to the brand specifically, to Transformers specifically, because Hasbro has their their dealers out in a whole uh, lot of different fields, from board games to you know other things. And uh, I, I think Transformers, in particular, um, interest is uh, kind of waning. But uh, I, I well. Don't know. Uh, there's always an ebb and flow with Transformers. Uh, you know, there's you'll have the heightened of uh, of 
interest and then it'll it'll dip down and then it'll it'll go back up and it just it, it's, it's done that since the beginning you know generation one it was at a fever, fever pitch and then generation two kind of fell off um came back up with beast wars kind of fell off with beast machines came back up with rid kind of fell off with armada kind, uh, kind of well, went up with cybertron yeah but not as hot as say beast wars in my opinion um but anyway you know back, back onto the third party thing what you see and, and and i'm using i'll use this uh the zeta toys world blade here as an example uh you know third party started out their main thing was making something that hasbro and takara can't or won't and they they tend to make it with better quality or 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 great quality um you know better things i mean you can have sharp sharp edges uh tiny parts on third party items they don't have to worry about toy laws uh you know or safety oh. laws as as much as say hasbro or takara does mostly yeah well, look uh, at, well what was it uh master shooter uh i i think the uh the the newest uh Newest releases from uh, from uh, Master Shooter, they had to do the the six shot route with calling it a boat or a submarine. No, that was a joke. But a, yeah, um, but the, uh, but I think <laughs> it's also important to point out the price point. You know, when third party came out, there was uh, there was a huge disparity in cost for third party items and cost for official. Now it's starting to become where, you know, you can get a leader class third party toy and I'm holding up Whirlblade here for roughly the same price as a leader class official toy. You know, and this thing arguably is, is a lot better in construction and I don't know about complexity, but I mean, it's a lot better in construction than a lot of... Uh, uh, official toys of this size uh no hollowness i mean yeah it's panels but i mean honestly the panels are excusable on this guy because i mean look how clean that alt mode is i mean you got that but that's where the combiner port is but look at that i mean just it's just beautiful but i mean the the cost the overall cost of third-party items is coming down in my opinion, or at least the value. Uh, and it doesn't help that the official product is going up in price. I mean, we just talked about it, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, how deluxe prices are going to be, what, 20 bucks, a suggested retail price coming out mm -hmm. with uh, Power of the Primes. So, I mean, think about it. Here's a leader class size third party toy for roughly 60, 65 bucks. Uh, and you get a deluxe toy official that's got a lot of hollow parts to it very small for 40 bucks less you know yeah. well you know also you know we've talked about this before but also like for example uh when you look at say downbeat yeah this downbeat was basically 89 dollars mm -hmm. uh and so let's assume that the price for sunstreaker at the 119, 109, 119, 129, that's the range that we're usually seeing for Sunstreaker, includes some recovery costs for the license, getting the license. So let's just assume that. If they did a Jazz, 
I would have to assume the price would be somewhere in the same price range as far as getting the license from Porsche for this Jazz. So you're still looking at 109 to 100 and say 30 dollars on average. Well, when you can, when you can, when you can get an actual great looking Jazz. I mean, it's not, it's not the real Jazz. I understand, but it looks like it. It fits in well with everything else, and you're still spending. 10 to 20 to even th- maybe $30 less. So you're getting masterpiece scaled or designed figures less than what Takar is uh, pricing their stuff at now. Well, a, rec- a recent example, Duran, will, will be Sunsurge. Sunstreaker. Sun, well, Sunstreaker and Sunsurge, yeah. I mean, is, is getting a real Sunstreaker, is there enough difference between it and, say, Sunsurge? To make you buy a Sunstreaker, I mean, is it is it so important to have the official that, or does it look more like it should to be the better thing for your collection? But uh, but you're spending another hundred dollars over something you've already got. Well, so Sun Surge was what a uh, hundred bucks whenever it came out, hundred ten. Nah, yeah, ninety nine to one hundred nine is about what I was seeing. It. Yeah, uh, and then the official Sunstreaker is. What one twenty? Is that what it was? I've seen it as I've seen it as low as one. I've, I've seen it as low as one hundred nine, but that's at like Cobblelink Japan, and your EMS shipping would be another twenty five on top of that because EMS shipping went up so much uh, last year across the board. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean you're saving money on one end, but you're losing it on the other. Yeah, but you you still see the point that we're getting at though is that that you got the official toy versus the third party toy and and some interest is well uh make toys hellfire and the official inferno is a good example too yeah. the the third party masterpiece version is cheaper than the official one and so arguably can... just as nice if not better in some ways yeah you know that's the one i picked aesthetically over the takara version because the takara version did not mentally pictured Inferno as this big, boxy, bulky robot. He was he was too animation accurate, and did I mean he he looked great, but he wasn't the Inferno that I kind of wanted for my shelf. Yeah, and and here's another example, and I know this isn't going to be everybody's cup of tea, uh, but uh, just finally got this guy in this week. If you're watching the YouTube video, this is uh, open and play Big Spring. Uh, you know, I got him because I'm like, you know what? He's roughly 60 bucks, 60, 65 bucks. You know, I'm with my discount at capture prey. He brought it, it brought it under 60 for me. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm not going to argue that this is actually a masterpiece, um, Springer to me. I mean, he scales well with other masterpieces in vehicle form. Uh, the little spike that uh, and and Daniel, uh, either one of the uh, that come with Ultra Magnus masterpiece Magnus, either one of them can actually fit in the cockpit area of Big Spring, in car mode and helicopter mode. Um, uh, it's I mean he just he just fits, and for for the sixty to sixty five dollar price range, you can't beat this. And where's the official version at right now? There's there's nothing on the horizon that we know of, 
right now. So, uh, you know, I, you know, I go where the money's at and right now, yeah, is, is a fan's toys, Apache going to be a better toy? Most likely, you know, uh, is unique toys. Allen probably a better toy in some ways. Probably it is, but for 60 to 65 bucks, this thing has the looks and it has the, the, uh, the, the quality and the feel that I would expect out of a masterpiece toy, uh, Standing him next to uh, MP22 Magnus, it fits right in. You know, Hot Rod, everybody. I mean, he, he doesn't look out of place on a Masterpiece shelf. I don't think... Now, I don't think uh, Open to Play's uh, Big Cannon, their Galvatron, is Masterpiece enough. Uh, but, uh, but it still looks good. But you, if you take things on, an as, uh, on a figure-by-figure basis, Big Spring is easily a masterpiece in my opinion. Uh, and that's, that's not a plug. I mean, I, I bought this guy from my, from my own collection and he, he, he works. He works. Yeah. Yeah. Shockwave 514 says big spring isn't perfect, but man, it is a good figure. It, it isn't perfect. Uh, he's uh, you're right. It isn't perfect, but, but he is a really, really good figure. Yeah. Um, now the only, the only thing I'll mention, uh, Duran is, I mean, I have, I've, I've looked, I've read some reviews on Big Spring, and I see why a lot of people like it. Uh, but also, there are some places out there. If you remember, uh, Alan that came out originally, yeah, Unique I've, Toys. Yeah, Unique Toys. He has been seen in some places as low as seventy dollars, which is about the same price as Big Spring. So mm-hmm. there is. You know that also out there as an I, I have Alan and I like him. Him and his giant, you know, Clod Hopper two thousand big stoppy boots. But mm. I like I like him. I, he's a, he's my, a solid hefty figure. My thing with Big Spring and uh, if you can see this on the video, uh, is that face sculpt. He looks like he's been stung by a bee, in my opinion, in the face. Uh, <laughs> he, he's just got the puffy cheeks. Uh, it needs to be a little, little, little thinner, in my opinion, in the face. Outside of that, I really have no issues with him. I mean, he pegs pegs together well in all three all three modes. Uh, he's not floppy in any way. I mean, look at that. I mean, I sit there and shake him, hold him uh, sideways. He's 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 very solid. Um, I was glad that when Orson restocked those and they finally came in. I'm like, yeah, I want it. <laughs> um, let's see here. You guys have any other thoughts? And I'll be looking up some other questions here. Also, listeners, yeah. uh, uh, keep those questions rolling. We, uh, we'd we love to see them come in. I have a very, I guess, I don't want to say unique. I don't know what really the word is, but uh, I have a very <clears throat> specific, I guess is a better word, view on third party. And it has evolved more as of recently. Because I've been buying, re- I've been buying third party recently, because uh, <clears throat> I was unemployed for about two three months, and I thankfully found another job, and this job has finally allowed me to actually I can be like, I can actually afford the official stuff I want as well as the third party stuff I want. So I've been kind of dipping my toes into it slowly because I know that if I go all at once, then I'll financially ruin myself. Well, and you also but, have to. It also base. You also have to base your toy buying on uh, how many ones that the guy stuff in your your belt at work, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
it, my, my views on third party has changed <clears throat> and it, it varies per line. So when it comes to, you know, Masterpiece, I stick with Takara just because so far what they've put out outside of maybe tracks, uh, the original Rodimus, most of the stuff I've really enjoyed. Uh, the recent releases, there hasn't been one where I've been like, wow, this toy really sucks outside of uh, tracks. Everything else has been fine. I really enjoyed uh, Megatron. Megatron is one of my favorite toys of all time. Uh, I, I like the cartoon aesthetics. That's what I like. So I'm fine with sticking with Takara, even if it means I'm going to be waiting a little bit. That's just, just the way I collect. But when it comes to third party, the third party I buy is just when the official isn't cutting it. So I'm holding this up for example because this is a line that I hope continues, but I hope improves because from what I've seen so far, I've been disappointed. And uh, I'm holding up the Masterpiece uh, Movie Optimus for those in the doing the, the audio cast. And I see Don shaking his head in agreement. Yeah, the Movie that. Masterpiece line is... As a fan, I'm, I'm not a fan of the movies themselves. I think the movies are bad, but I'm a fan of the movie designs. I, I really think that some people say, oh, they look like junkyard stuff. Well, have you seen what a car looks like? It's not smooth. I think the movie designs, some of them better than others, but for the most part, I think the movie designs look realistic and most of the movie designs I really enjoy. So when they announced that they were doing masterpiece movie stuff, I was very excited because finally we were going to get high quality masterpiece uh, masterpiece-esque movie things. And I was disappointed with both releases. Optimus Prime, he has a handful of problems himself. Uh, I have the Takara version. Uh, this one has some fixed stuff. Uh, I know he tabs in better than the Hasbro one. I've heard that the there's a newer batch of the Hasbro one that tabs a little bit better, but I can't confirm outside of rumors. The truck mode compared to the Revenge of the Fallen mode is not as good. Uh, I understand that with making a more accurate robot mode, you do have to sacrifice one the, the vehicle mode, and I'd much rather have them sacrifice the vehicle mode than the robot mode, since I display my stuff in robot mode. But they advertise this and Bumblebee as a masterpiece. And when I think of masterpiece, it has to be, a, I don't want to say 100 spot on, but as close as possible. And Bumblebee, not only is he the wrong model Camaro, he's the wrong color. He's a very canary yellow when the movie Bumblebee is kind of a more sunrise yellow, uh, an orangey yellow. In Optimus, his blue is very, very light. Uh, the Hasbro one is missing several paint apps, and he even uses like a dark, I don't even know if it's gray or brown plastic, but it's a very dark plastic in the robot mode that just looks very unappealing. Recently, a ton of third-party companies like Unique Toys, they're killing it. The uh, Peruka looks amazing. I, the got, new, I have the got new, to get my hands on one of those. It, the new Optimus that they showed is, I don't know how they made that thing transform. Like, until I ha see it in person, to me, I think they just, like, use some, like, magic. Like, they might have sacrificed a goat or two to get that thing to transform. It's, like it's insane. <laughs> sir, sir, yeah. You, you, you mentioned with the Bumblebee that it was the wrong model year. Yeah, so they actually used the production model of, I believe, I want to say like the 2008 or the 2009 Camaro. The Revenge of the Fallen Year. Yes. Uh, but you can tell by the grill and uh, the side mirrors are different, uh, but they did not use the, con the, the concept Camaro model that they did 
uh, using the first movie. And plus the color is wrong. Like I said, it's a very bright yellow that he never was in the movie. And all the other Bumblebees that they released in the line, like all the deluxes and, you know, the Human Alliance. The Human Alliance, in my opinion, is the perfect color. I don't know why they didn't just use the color palette from the Human Alliance. And I've heard some people argue that, oh, well, maybe Chevy, you know, didn't approve it or something or they requested changes. But I highly doubt that because, you know, Chevy's making money hand over fist when it came to the Bumblebee stuff. I'm pretty sure the Camaros are selling really well because of the movie. Mm. You know, how many Transformers fans do you know that have one? I know a ton, a good okay. handful of fans. Uh, you know, little, little, little side note here. I actually deliver to a Ford factory uh, here in Louisville. And I can say with 100% certainty that there is a Ford employee that drives a Bumblebee edition Chevy Camaro. I see him coming to work every, uh, just about every day. Uh, it's like, I, I just chuckle at it because it's got, it's, it's got the little, uh, the Autobot, the Chrome Autobot insignias on the side and he's got a, uh, uh, a Autobot insignia, uh, decal in the back window. So yeah, it's just that little funny thing. You know, it's like a Ford employee driving a Chevy Camaro to work at Ford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Some kind of, uh, Gotta make up some kind of like TFYLP flyer and put it under his wiper blade. Uh, well, I, I don't have access <laughs> to the parking lot, but um, but you know, yeah. <clears throat> go ahead. It's I, I'm just really let down with the movie masterpiece lines. Uh, Barricade the this, the renders we've seen from Barricade or the leaks we've seen so far look good, so I'm hoping he looks better. But kind of to move this along, I kind of digress a bit. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, the Unique Toys is making some amazing movie stuff. That I don't think we're going to get officially. Uh, who's that company? I think it's a brand new company. TF Evo is doing the the last night hot rod. And he also transforms with the robot mode looks spot on to the CGI model. And it's like, you know, I don't think we're ever going to see movie toys of that caliber in official form. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before when I said Hasbro's never going to do that, and they've proven me wrong, and I hope they do again. Well, I mean, but I until think until then, I think third party, third parties. I think third party makes Hasbro and Takara step up. I know that uh, there's, oh yeah, you know, to say that they don't pay attention to Hasbro uh, to the third party releases, I think is utter BS. I think mm-hmm. they, I think they do, yeah. uh, because if they don't, then they're going to fall way, way behind on a lot yeah. of the things. And Peru Kill, the look on that. Now, me personally, I think there's a lot of cheats involved with it. But let's be honest. Yeah. The, the Bayformer aesthetic, you have to you have to cheat. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I think per, what Peru Kill does is basically the car mode folds in on itself. Uh, from what I can tell, it looks like the I think the it basically... Might as well be a popple, <laughs> in a lot of yeah. ways. Um, the the car, the robot detail, and everything is just all reversed in car mode. If that yeah, makes any I, sense, I think I think I think I, I can see because when when you look at it, you can see a lot of hinges all over the robot mode. But yeah, and, uh, another good example is uh, I'm starting to get it. I want to start getting into the Planet X guys, so, you know, all the full of Cybertron stuff. You know, we never got. Real, I mean, we've got we got a handful from Hasbro, but we never got all the Dinobots. And even the Grimlock they released was, I mean, it was all right, but it wasn't as good as 
the Planet X version. And I can justify buying all of them because do you really think that Hasbro in maybe 10, 20 years is gonna, or even five years is going to go back to one specific game for one specific year? You know, it's I, I'm, my money goes to the third parties when I think that that the official is never going to fill that hole. Well, and especially, especially in recent years, we've gotten a lot of stuff in third party where, I mean, I don't want to say I was ever a third party hater, but I used to say, you know, it's just not for me. And now more often than not, I'm disappointed in the official hand and I'm going to end up spending my money where I think is the better product. Well, for me, one thing to consider is that look at this Optimus. That is a hundred dollar toy with issues that in its entirety entirety should not exist on a hundred dollar toy. Like you were saying, not, not perfect. Nothing is going to be perfect except for, you know, robots in disguise Optimus Prime. But a movie Optimus should not have that many assembly flaws uh, at that price point. Look at Trypticon. Off the line, legs snapping off. Figures that we're paying $100 to $150 for should not be having these QC issues. I mean, I know it's going to happen, but it seems like it's been happening with a lot more frequency on these more expensive toys where you think the QC would be a lot more monitored before like an entire first-run batch with leg snapping action uh, you know, for Trypticon. And it, it's something I think that's what people are looking at is the third parties are showing they can have overall better quality control in some cases. And I think that's also a, a factor as well. Uh, you're, you're muted, Sergio. Am I? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, nothing, nothing, like you said, nothing is perfect. I've seen official toys have tons of QC problems. I've seen third party toys have tons of tons of QC issues, but I think Trypticon is a very good example of that was a PR disaster because it's a large price point, $150 for a toy that is marketed both to collectors and to non-collectors. You know, a $150 toy that's going to take off, take up retail shelf space should be a quality product because it's already hard enough to get a store, convince a store to, you know, give up that shelf space. For that toy, you have to convince, you know, Don, I'm pretty sure, I, I don't know if you can back me up on this, but whenever you, you know, a store wants to stock a product, you got to make sure that's going to sell. Right. Yeah. Because I'm saying they, they, for that one trip to con, they could put four Star Wars vehicles or they could put more Voltron stuff or they could put more My Little Pony or whatever the case may be. So you got to convince them that this toy is worth eating up this much square footage because it'll sell. Yeah. And when you, and when you have legs snapping off. And it's not as easy as a third party where it's marketed strictly to collectors to where, Hey, we messed up. We designed a problem wrong or we designed this poorly. Here's a replacement part or here's an upgrade part to prevent it from breaking. When it's something they like basically has like yeah, third parties do something. Basically Hasbro and Takara can't do is mm-hmm. offer alternate or fixed pieces with a future release or free free of charge. I know Orson has got a, a tackle box 
at his warehouse of stuff that Fans Toys uh, sends him. You know, that's got like uh, you know uh, kickback wings and uh, you know for Forager and stuff. So if you need like a, a wing to replace uh, on Fans Toys Forager that snapped on you, uh, he's got spares. You know, uh, it's. You know, third parties just do something like that. Hasbro and Takara, do you think they're going to provide replacement parts for these toys? No, no, at no point in history have they ever offered anything like that. It would be well, nice, huh? Not for Transformers though, like like Monopoly pieces and stuff like that. Sure. Well, we're talking no. Transformers. This is a Transformer right, right, right. podcast, but but I mean, no, uh, at no point in in the history of Transformers toys official toys have we seen you know oh we 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 did something bad here here's a fix you know free of charge we're including it with or uh we're including it with x toy you know yeah um, and and especially um you know i'm actually in school for you know marketing and pr and stuff like that and so this is some of the stuff that we in class we discuss with such a large corporation like hasbro where let's say they ship out, this is a, I have no idea if this is true, but it's just a rough shoot, 10 to 20,000 Trypticons. And let's say 10,000 of them were the affected ones to, you know, set up a program to replace 10,000 of them for free would be extremely costly. And it would be bad on them PR-wise because they would have to issue an apology they would have to contact retailers to say, hey, these are messed up. You're going to have to send them back if they're, if they're unsold. And the people that who did bought them, they're going to have to find a way to make sure that they find out that there's a way to replace it or fix it so that they don't go back to the stores and, and try to return it and stuff. And it would just be a disaster. Whereas with third parties where it's such a niche market where let's say they even say, hey, if you need a replacement part, get it here. It's much more different where with a large corporation compared to. I think the only big box store, if you could call it, would be uh, like Toys R Us and and toy stores of that nature. About the only brick and mortar stores that actually are carrying Trypticon. You're not going to see it at Walmart or Target Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, But Trypticon is mainly an online exclusive. Uh, you could almost call it that because because of the limited distribution uh, and any of the Titan figures for that matter. Um, I was lucky with my Trypticon. I mean, it's got a few little minor issues, but nothing that, you know, it's like, oh my God, I wish I'd never bought this toy. Bad. Yeah. It uh, has kind of like a loose-ish leg, but it doesn't really affect much because... Uh, the the tail is just so heavy. You, if I tried to pose it in any other way than just standing up, you'd kind of rock back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's not that posed. Water in front of him. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's move on to another question. Uh, which toy? And this is uh, another one from uh, Carrie. Which toy, third party or official, would you love to see made in masterpiece form? Uh, anyone from animated or prime? Any of you guys have any thoughts on that? Don. Don. Robots in Disguise, Optimus Prime. (laughs) Why did I know? How did I know that you were going to say that? Just something said uh, Godfire Convoy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would love to get Godfire. But I I think I would just not push my luck and get 
Robots in Disguise. Uh, second second runner up. If I, if, I, if, I can, if I can do a second runner up, I would love to see an animated Omega. I'm sorry. It's just it's a great take on the character, and it really would be. I mean, you you could do it so it was still animated Omega, but maybe not quite too much animated Omega, if that makes any sense, you know? You know, they've got a very unique design aesthetic for animated. But I I think you could kind of maybe tone it back just a hair, just a little bit, so it's a little more neutral that would fit in more. So many people are like, well, it has to fit on this shelf or that shelf. I've never understood it. If you like it, sit it off by the side and go, ooh, Ah, oh, it doesn't have to fit on the shelf for me. You can have a shelf where nothing fits. We talked about we talked about this before. You, you, your whole theme of the shelf could be there's no theme to this shelf, and it fits. <laughs> That's his shelf right here. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but I would I would love to see an animated Omega, uh, just for all the animated fans. Hey, Paladin. So uh, and it, it, and again, it would be a really interesting take on the character. But God for good, but Optimus Prime first. Yeah. What about you, Jim? Uh, I got to echo Don Sediment on, on the animated Omega, although I, I think maybe the R.I.D. 2.0 aesthetic might serve best as a balance between an animated feel and a, a, a Generations feel. You know, kind of that's, a, kind of a midpoint. that's not a bad idea, and I'm agreeing with Jim. Okay, waiting for the meteor. What, what, what <laughs> Um, but I, I think that would be a, a good way to balance the two design aesthetics uh, and still do do right by each one, respectively. Um, but I, I actually uh, just uh, thought that for the longest time, like if we ever got an Omega you know, from Animated, you know, how would it be implemented? Would it be the sort of thing where it could assemble similar to the G1 base, but then reassemble into some kind of thing resembling the Ark? At the same time, like a parts former, uh, or or how exactly that would be implemented, uh, but I, I think that would be uh, a, a good first uh, first figure to go for, uh, whether it be official or third party. And for my number two, I've got to say, just out of left field, Revenge of the Fallen Demolisher, because mm. like, like Sergio was saying earlier about the uh, the overall designs of the the movie figures, you know, just. Writing and plot points aside, the designs are are stellar, and Revenge of the Fallen had some of the most outside-the-box designs that broke away from the norm more than I've seen really anywhere else. I mean, you've got Demolisher, who's basically an angry face with wheels and arms. You've got uh, Rampage, it's a pogo stick of death. I mean, uh, even, even the twins... Uh, the the twins were some amazing designs. I, I loved those, and I, I would have loved to have gotten no, the, they, the smart they, car. No, had, they had they done the smart car many years ago, sure. compared to Jetstorm and Jetfire. Uh, what about you, Sergio? Uh, who would you like to see get official or third party MPE treatment? Uh, well, I'm going to get the obvious out of the way. Uh, animated Omega. I think across the board, everybody wants to see that happen, yeah. one way or another. Um, as far as outside of that, I have two that I really want to see, and they're both movie. One would be uh, Grimlock from Age of Extinction. I always thought that his design was awesome. I liked uh, the spikes and you know how the just how big he is. I think he just looks like a very powerful robot. 
And uh, something tells Black me from something tells me Unique Toys is going to tackle those guys. I hope so. I really, if they're listening, I hope I hope he's next after uh, Optimus. I hope he's next. Uh, but movie one blackout. I always, I'm, I, I really like the design of the. You know, a I lot of people a, are saying that Whirlblade here should have a remolded head for blackout uh, because look at this helicopter mode. Very first one you see. So mm-hmm. he's he's the one that I always think when you think of the movies that the thing that sticks in my head the most was the very first scene back yeah. in 2007 when you hear the and then he just all hell breaks loose. I I just really liked his design too. So those would be my three that if we're going to see third party or official, I'd, I'd buy it. Yeah. My, mine is probably going to take a lot of people by surprise. Uh, and also, uh, it's not going to be as much thunder as say Godfire convoy or even animated, uh, Omega. Uh, but some, uh, and I really don't see them getting the official masterpiece treatment if they ever did it would probably be be like 30 years from now <laughs> at which point anybody who even knew who these characters were would be dead and gone but <laughs> um i'd like to see a third party tackle the duo cons uh flywheels and battle trap uh and do them properly i agree they don't get enough love i agree and, and i think i'm going to add a third option to mine because i'm, I'm going to do that anyway <laughs> I would like to see a third part. Well, actually, I'm going to add two because I feel I'm going to feel like I'm going to do it. Three, I would like to see third party Omnibots or Car Robot Brothers because I think in that the masterpiece level, the extra mass would help the Car Robot Brothers transformation, and I think the Omnibots are really overdue for a look. Absolutely. Yeah, and I would also like to see at some point. One of these Omegas, whatever Omega we get, DX9, fans, toys, from whatever may happen, is we get Omega Spream. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just just for something different. Uh, Another one that I would like to see a... uh, I don't even care if it's a masterpiece incarnation. I'd like to see a third party or even an official re or an official homage or a re-release of Rail Racer from R.I.D. Uh, to me, Rail Racer was one of the landmark uh, uh, game-changer uh, combiners, in my opinion. Uh, it showed that you could take three figures and make it uh, what a third party could do with those guys, or even if we got like like a redo in a couple years, uh, they move beyond G1 characters again and start doing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Don laughs at that, but uh, they start doing, you know, later, later characters, uh, you know, like we got, we got, you know, some Beast Wars characters redid, you know, we got Rhinox and Rat Trap, uh, and we got Armada Starscream, uh, you know, and Skybite. So why not Rail Racer? Or you know, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe even a better, better shot at uh, Build King, uh, or Landfill. Ooh, yeah. So I mean, with the technology that we have today, uh, both of those guys could be really, really we awesome. We have the technology. Yeah, we can be. We can rebuild him. We can make him. <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> 
Um, another question here. Uh, this is from Twitter. Uh, Night Swords asked it uh, several hours ago. Uh, for those that hang and see if any of you guys do. I've got two. And it's Green Lantern 50, the glow-in-dark cover, and Thunderstrike issue number one. And it's a very difficult way of getting them hung. You put them in a bag, you put a backer in there, you grab a thumbtack, and you hang them on the wall, and you're done. <laughs> um, if I were to do it, I would probably get a nice frame and put them in it. Mm -hmm. uh, since, I, obviously, if you're hanging them on the wall, you're not going to read them that often. So I'd just make it look really good. I've got one right now. Uh, I've got a pen and ink done by Jake Eisenberg. Uh, it's um, uh, Weird Wolf and Wonder Woman. And it's on one of those frames. I got it at Walmart. Uh, and it's just a black frame. Uh, but the piece of artwork actually just floats between two pieces of glass. So it looks like it's just floating inside the frame. Uh, and I love the way that looks. Um, I would probably do a comic in something like that. Comics. Because that, that could also be an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, I, like some, some frames have cardboard backing. And if your comic is too thick, it may pop that out and you can end up with some shattered glass. Oh, God. Now, I, now oh. I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last thing you want, you know, with anything, uh, most especially. I, I didn't, I totally didn't expect a fun, uh, fun publications reference out of this. That wasn't intentional. <laughs> I, I realized that after I said it. Yeah. yeah. But now, but now you can see behind me, uh, and I've shown this off before. The frame you see there, those I did have those not professionally framed because that would have been too expensive. But I did take them to a frame shop and have them help me pick out the backers and all that kind of stuff. For, you know, with the, the low acid, no acid kind of backers and stuff. That's the line art uh, that Dan Connor did for the eighty-eight mile an hour book a couple of years ago for Fortress Maximus. That they only wound up using that one picture of Fortress Maximus in the book. I bought I bought all the line art he did at that botcon. And I do have that framed. So, but that's like a one of a kind thing. Don, that large picture you have in the center, is that Fire Convoy? Hmm? The large picture you have in the center of all of them on your wall? No, that's uh, that's Super Fire Dagwan. That's from the, oh, okay. that's, a, that's a poster from yeah. uh, inside of a TV magazine from Japan oh. when Dagwan was airing. And, and Don, uh, this is just the OCD in me. But uh, the the center row of pictures, the line art that you have hanging behind you, mm -hmm. uh, they're picture? they are crooked as f on there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just I just <clears throat> I can't I can't quite get them lined up. And the, over the years, I just sort of gave up. And it's like they're there, they're hanging, they're not falling the, down. The OCD, the OCD in me is seeing that second picture, and it's like it needs to go up maybe a half an inch and. Uh, and centered well, by, by I hung I, I hung all of those by sight because I did not have a level. Okay, so well, two, I just two things. okay by saying that you you make me think of the scene from Spaceballs where a guy turns around his eyes are crossed he says I'm sorry sir I'm doing my best yeah <laughs> uh, that that was uh, I think it was uh, Philip Asshole was his name yes um, you know two, him well don't things, you though. two two things uh, first. Um, the, the wall of uh, pictures and frames is much like the shelf that there's no theme to it. And two, it's CDO. It's it's like OCD, but it's in proper order like it's supposed to be. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, thank you, uh, <laughs> Jim, for that completely confusing statement. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll and now out. the weather. And, and now on to Sergio's idea for hanging comics. Don't. Don't. <laughs> no, I uh, I used a frame. And now, well, I, I I took it off because now it's now I use the frame for my signed autograph photo of Cody Rhodes, or Ooh. just Cody. <clears throat> but you, you can't yeah. use Rhodes. Or of Cody of Cody uh, censored. Hey, Cody <laughs> hey, hey Sergio, uh, I'm holding up the two sweet. Now, wait a minute, no, there's a hand in front of it. You know, you can't see it. It's censored. Yeah. <laughs> you do the one. You could do the one sweet. <laughs> they were actually they were actually doing that at the show I went two weeks ago. You had to do the one sweet. But anyways, yeah. Uh frame. I like the frame. It looks really nice. Yeah. Um another question here on Twitter. Uh let's see here. How much would it cost to get a uh Beast Machine Supreme Cheetor for uh Headmaster Dawn? Uh, and somebody actually answered it, um, $65 on Amazon, which is, uh, but you'd need the address. We happen to have Don's address, uh, and he would just love to have another, uh, another Supreme class Cheetor to replace okay, the one. That's one in- it will cost the equivalent price of your hospital stay. <laughs> Do not under any circumstances send me a Supreme Cheetor. Send me the cash equivalent to a Supreme Cheetor. That's fine. But do not send me that POS <laughs> at all. Or I will hunt you down. I have a Massey. I am not afraid to use him. Yeah. Uh, that question came courtesy of Blade Raider on Twitter. So yes. He- thank you, Blade. Remember, I know where you live, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Night Scream, then? Okay, they would, need to see, they would need to see a proctologist for that. If you don't know what that is, you need to look it up. That oh, will answer your question. It, it's relevant because Night Scream's hair, you know. I'm wondering, what, what if we were to get some kind of masterpiece beast machines? Uh, you know, there's some... I would save so much money. You know, I would well, save... No, thousands of no, there's but some there's some characters in Beast Machines that that are worthy of masterpiece. There's a, there's a couple Jet of Storm. I'm thinking of uh, would be the, the 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 drone generals, as well as the the mega head that that would actually convert into the battleship. You know, maybe maybe tank war, maybe the drone tank war. Uh, Maybe they could pull off a Savage Noble that didn't suck. Maybe. I'd like to see a Jet Storm. Yeah. As as long as whatever they did came with a little diagnostic drone. That would mm, be kind of cool. Just throw the diagnostic drone in there with a little with, with, with a little with a little stand you can pose them on. Ooh. Or or uh just uh go a step further and make the diagnose diagnostic drone become a headmaster for Jet Storm. Yeah. But now the uh the Blast Punch Primal was one of my favorite Beast Machine toys. There wasn't many, uh, but I, I, but the Blast Punch Primal, would, I would like to see them take a new crack at that, even if they had to kind of scale down the gimmick. But uh, that would be about the only one. Maybe Night Viper, because that's such an interesting design. 
Uh, I would like to see that done. The the, the Cobra Snake that was mm-hmm. really, be really interesting. Hammer um, Strike. I'm thinking more. I would like to see Battle Unicorn redone because that was <laughs> really interesting. Sergio was like, "This is my WTF face." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Battle Unicorn is a very is it's a nice looking figure, but it's very oddly designed, and the transformation is kind of wonky. So, so basically, you know, it's the Jim Black of Transformers. <laughs> no, don't don't insult Battle Unicorn like that. <laughs> Besides, do you do you want to buy a case of Jim Black from BBTS? No, no oh, yeah. one does. <laughs> oh Lord! Um, another question on. Uh, uh, on Twitter, um, and this was actually not long after I originally tweeted the question, uh, dual mirrored grid network, or grid work, I'm sorry, um, the MG1001 uh, asks, uh, how to get a hold of the TFYLP cast other than Facebook? Um, well, there's there's a few ways. Um, uh, you can contact us, as as you did here on Twitter, at TFYLP. Um, uh, you know, of course, Facebook. Uh, I'm on TFW Weird Wolf. If you're on TFW 2005, uh, you can send me a private message on there. Uh, although I will let you know, I haven't been on TFW in about two and a half, three weeks uh, because of this move and everything. So, Lord, I may have messages on there galore because you know I, I, I basically abandoned a sale list on there. Um, and I apologize if anybody has actually sent me a message on there or anything because. Uh, I just have not had time to get back. I, I haven't even set up my light box. My light box is folded up over here, and I haven't taken pictures in a long time, and I'm I'm itching for it. Um, but, yeah, Twitter is the best way to get a hold of me directly. Uh, uh, you can tw- uh, tweet me at TFYLP or send me a direct message on there. It will go to my phone, uh, and I can answer it rather quickly uh as soon as i see it uh what about you guys what's the best way to get a hold of you guys other than facebook other than facebook and don't give out your phone number on here i'll slap you (laughs) please call me uh really facebook is the best way uh because i always have my phone on me and messenger at the ready so i'll just i'll get a a notification uh, anytime just not at nighttime people please (laughs) um like to sleep like some uh, dumbasses yeah. at work third shift that actually send out messages at like two o'clock in the morning, you know. Bing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that happened. Don't That's me. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, alternatively, uh, I am on Twitter as the uh, the Creo Wiki. It's Creo. It's Gary hyphen O. Uh, no under. Uh, yeah, there's an underscore uh, Wiki. Uh, that that is me. Um, and also TFW2005, which I admittedly haven't even logged in my account in probably two or possibly three years. Um, so you might get a response sometime in 2027 uh, from that. But uh, overall, Facebook is the optimum way to get a hold of me. Or post a question here while we're on the air. It's also what's on your mind. Yeah, We're here now. Jim, shave. <laughs> what about you, Don? Well, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Uh, you can also reach me on Facebook, as we talked about earlier. You can also reach me through the Radio Free Cybertron contact page 
at tfradio.net/net. Uh, we have a we have a contact form there. Uh, you can also call and leave a voicemail if you have a question for the RFC crew at one eight hundred ninety nine GoBots. So uh, you can get you can get me through there. Uh, but Twitter is probably the best thing to do. Just throw an at up there with me, and I'll see it at some point. Yeah. Um, now, if, if all these links, especially the Twitter pages and uh, or Twitter uh, profiles and everything, uh, they're on our TFYLP. Uh, uh, dot com web page uh just go to the about us section there's uh current and past uh cast members of tfylp that are on there uh and the way to contact them um i know not a lot of people actually know about that but um that that is on there uh i did not know that yeah that that is on there uh i I try to keep it updated as, as much as possible uh, however, um, you know, there's, you know, some, some of it may come and go. I want to say that I did have an email address set up for us, but, um, whenever, <laughs> uh, whenever I moved the website and everything, apparently the Akismet or uh, something that I had set up did not work right. And it got, it got slammed with Russian spam, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I went to log into it. I, I had I had not logged into it in, in about two months. Whenever I first signed up the uh, for the for the web space, um, just try after I got everything moved over. So I, I finally got it set back up and logged into it, and I had like two thousand some odd emails, and they were like Russian spam, you know. And I'm like, and not not a one of the emails was relevant to TFYLP, and I'm like, you know what? Just chuck it. <laughs> so I, I don't even check it anymore, uh, even though it, I, I think it's still on the website. But uh, just don't use that. Uh, I'm 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 done having to fight spam filters and uh, these Russian spam. So, excuse me. Uh, they 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 try to spam the website constantly, but fortunately the Akismet is is taking care of most of that. Um, you can't. Uh, excuse me. You can try to comment on something on the website. I don't know if that's the best way to get a hold of it. I'll, I'll see it eventually, uh, but the quickest way to get a hold is is via Twitter. What about you, Sergio? Um, <clears throat> I don't. I don't really post uh, much Transformer stuff on my Twitter. It's uh, mostly personal because I use it uh, for class. Uh, we have to tweet out our projects to a professor. But uh, if you want to add me, follow me on Twitter or message me on Twitter, it's at S-G-A-R-C-I-4-9. You can also find me at uh, Instagram. Uh, Again, it's more personal than toy stuff, but it's at Garcia96. And he froze. The two mean is that I use the most other than Facebook. Yeah, you you froze up on, on us there, Sergio. Repeat your Instagram. Yeah, your Instagram. Oh, my Instagram is at Garcia9631, and the numbers are spelled out. So 9631 yeah. spelled out. Oh, and like and I said, it's it's a little bit more personal than Transformer stuff, but I'll post up Transformer stuff so every the, now and then. So the words 9, 6, 3, and 1. Yeah, they're they're actually spelled out. Okay. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, I've, and I forgot because Jim said it and I forgot to add it. I can be reached on uh, at uh, if you want to reach me at, at HMRC for EBR. 
that's my that's my handle over at Tformers and over at Toku Nation for anything that might be Sentai related or hentai related, whichever comes from that too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Senpai has noticed me. Senpai has noticed me. RFC just followed me on Twitter. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That's special. Um, You know, before we wrap up, uh, I want to give a uh, brief uh, programming note. Uh, Next Saturday, we will not have a live episode of TFYLP. I don't think we will have time to pre-record between now and then, so there's a chance that we won't have an episode next Friday, uh, next Saturday night. Uh, however, if you are going to be in the Indianapolis area on November 4th, which is next Saturday, a week from today, uh, there is the Midwest, uh, Midwest Transformers Collectors Meetup uh, that we are having at the, uh, the Toy Drop in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, let me uh, pull it up here. It's on South Madison, but I don't recall the uh, actual address. I'm, I'm actually pulling that up right now. It's at uh, 6025 Madison Avenue, uh, Suite E in Indianapolis, Indiana, 46227. Uh, you can follow uh, the Toy Drop on Facebook, and they also have a website. Uh, uh, you can check them out there. Um, but we are having a get-together uh it's the Midwest Transformers Collectors Meetup, uh, but it's open to everybody uh, that you want. If, you've, if you're able to come, uh, we'd be happy to have you. Uh, probably have some snacks on hand. Uh, there'll be some toys for sale and trade, I'm sure. Uh, I know Orson's going to bring a few things. Uh, I'm probably going to bring a few things to sell or trade. Uh, uh, yeah, um, so who knows i mean if uh, somebody might be looking for something other and and you can be there uh we're also using this as an opportunity to remember our fallen uh hero chad williams who was a former member of the tfylp uh podcast who uh sadly passed away of cancer uh on halloween last year uh so we're we're quickly approaching uh the one-year anniversary of his loss. And uh, uh, so November 4th at the Midwest Transformers Collectors Meetup, we are going to remember Chad Williams uh, in what we do there. Um, I'm also going to take some of the uh, Slagacon exclusives that I have uh, in my possession, uh, and they will be on display there. I have a Vector Zeta, which was actually uh, Chad's actual copy that he owned. Uh, I have... uh, uh, the breakneck from 2011, uh, and I also have the prototype of the little Creo Omega Supreme that he made. Uh, uh, I will also have that. I believe uh, Brett is sending along some uh, exclusive that he has, and a couple other people are bringing some stuff. So you will be able to actually see some of the original Slagacon exclusives uh, at uh, this uh, Midwest Transformers Collectors Meetup. Uh, sure to be a good time. We're going to have, uh, you know, talking Transformers. We're going to be uh, uh, selling, trading, uh, probably playing card games. Uh, you know, we might throw in some cards against humanity or something other and, and just have a good time uh, at, uh, at at this meetup. It's November 4th uh, from 1 p.m. till 6 p.m. roughly. Um, or, or whenever. Yeah, uh, right here. On, now, this is Facebook saying this. It's saying it's going to be fifty uh, somewhere between 54 to 57 degrees and calling for rain showers. Uh, yep. Now, that's a week away. 
you know, may or may not happen. But uh, the address, again, is 6025 Madison Avenue, Suite E, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46227, uh, at the Toy Drop. Uh, again, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, if you plan on attending uh, this event, if you're a part of the Midwest Transformers Collectors Meetup uh, or, or Transformers Group on Facebook uh, or the Kentucky Transformers Facebook Group, uh, I'm... I'm probably going to try to create this uh event on the tfyp group let us know uh click that you're going on there let us know that you're going that way we can uh expect to see you there uh or know to expect to see you there um as many people as we can we'd love to see you um so i will be there that's why uh the, there won't be a broadcast next week uh, at least live i know i'm pretty sure jim will be there since it's literally absolutely like right down the street from him um, about, about, about four and a half miles is crow flies. Roughly. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do want to say, though, uh, to anyone that's not familiar with that part of Indianapolis or Indianapolis in general, um, when, when you, uh, when you uh, are down that way, uh, a, a good landmark is that there's a Kroger's just across the street to the north of it. And it's this little plaza and that you'll see like there's a there's like a south side reported newspaper and a, a subway restaurant just all, all in this plaza. It's it's. Toy Drop is like right dead center in the yeah. middle. There's plenty of parking at this place. I remember Absolutely. it well. So, um, Sergio, if I'm not mistaken, Indianapolis is only a couple hour drive for you. So, I mean, it's roughly yeah. the same as me and Orson coming up there from Louisville. That's right. So, uh, it's four hours for me. I think. Is it? Yeah, it's four hours. Oh. <clears throat> I mean, it's not ridiculously far. Well, it's about three. I mean, three three hours if I put the pedal to the metal, but. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But you guys do them what? Uh, every other month, or is it uh, every well, month? we we have a monthly one here in Louisville. Uh, but uh, this this uh, this coming month in November, uh, we're actually doing it combined uh, up in Indianapolis with the General Midwest Collectors Meetup. Um, you know, uh, I know there's going to be some people coming from uh, Western Tennessee. <coughs> Uh, there's going to be people coming from Western Kentucky, Illinois, Indiana, uh, probably even Ohio. Um, so, you know, if if you're in the general area, it might be worth it to come just hang out with fellow Transformer fans and collectors. Um, it's going to be worth it. I'm absolutely. Uh, I know there's several you're, people. You're going to have all of us there, all kinds of other collectors, with, with most of them with things to buy, sell, and trade. Plus, the Toy Drop has an amazing inventory of all kinds of lines. Uh, and then attached to them is uh, it's a block party, so you've got a whole uh, side store of nothing but Lego. So there's mm -hmm. always going to be something to keep your interest. I'm sure. I know somebody um, here. Uh, uh, it was at the toy drop. Um, uh, we had a meet up there. Uh, Chad was actually still alive. It was the last yes. the last time that we were there. Uh, I know someone that actually picked up a Target Master Cyclonus complete for a hundred bucks. Yep. So yeah, that's that's a pretty darn good price for a Target Master Cyclonus. Pretty good deals like that every now and again. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, if if you plan on being there, we'd love to see you guys. If you can't make it, uh, we understand. I mean, it is it's nothing that I would I would say, hey, book a flight and come in if you're planning. On <laughs> uh, it's nothing like I that. Do it. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, but you know, it's 
it's at most you know it's it's just a group of uh of fans and collectors we get together we can we can talk we can buy sell trade uh cuss at each other flip each other off uh you know like <laughs> i say uh, uh general debauchery and play cards against humanity and we're also uh tell of our memories of chad um you know it's it's going to be really really awesome uh let's see matt brill i just joined the stream from, and i'm from indianapolis what was the date of the uh toy drop event again the date november. is no, november 4th uh from uh tentatively from 1 to 6 p.m uh but i'm sure we'll probably be there a little bit earlier and you know awesome. however late we can legally stay there without them closing <laughs> and saying, hey get out um yes it's uh, this saturday this coming saturday november 4th a week from today uh, again, at the Toy Drop, 6025 Madison Avenue, Suite E, Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, 46227. Uh, again, I'll, I'll be there. Um, Jim Black will be there. Maybe Sa- maybe Sergio will be there. I know uh, Capture Prey will be there. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to have a good time. Uh, and again, I'm going to be bringing some Slagacon exclusives. Jim, if you have anything Slagacon related, uh, I, I've only got a few things, but I'll, I'll do what uh, I can. Uh, if you've got posters, I'll see you got a poster back there. Bring it. That is uh, the P twelve lithograph. I just threw it in the frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, bring that. Just something to show off uh, and, uh, and and remember Chad, uh, our fallen hero. Um, I, I miss him dearly every day, um, and you know you're somewhere listening to us, Chad, and and we haven't forgot about you, man. Uh, never will. Uh, I think that'll do it for this week's episode of TFYLP. You guys have any closing thoughts? Um, probably, I guess really the only thing I'm going to bring in, this is sort of like listener question for me, um, is going into the holiday season, I'm sure we're going to have an actual holiday themed episode as far as, uh, like we do every year about shopping and the holidays and everything else. But going ahead, and I think with distribution being as bad as this year as it is across the board for so many lines, um, in your news groups, in your fan groups, whatever the case may be, everyone start going ahead and helping everybody find the stuff they need for the holidays and for themselves or for family members. Because, again, there's going to be a lot of product moving through the stores, and maybe that will finally clear some of the backlog of the stuff that's been clogging the shelves forever. So maybe some new product. So maybe some new product will start getting out that's been sitting in warehouses and storerooms for God knows how many months. So just you know, start making sure you can start helping out your fellow collectors on finding this stuff. So if if nothing else, everybody can find them and not have to pay through the nose through secondary markets. So just you Absolutely. know, just you know, just start start helping out early if you can because you know how. None of us want to have to go start hitting our Rosses, Marshalls, and Two Day Maxes for this stuff on down the road. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jim? Uh, my closing thought: uh, while, while we were on the air here tonight, I have discovered that the weapons for Titan Return Hot Rod and Cup combined, and it totally looks like a G1 Target Master gun. Oh, right. that's that's kind of neat. It just slots on top. It's not a it's not a secure fit, but it's good enough. You know, it, it, it stays. Or you could just buy one of the Takara versions and have a Target Master already with it. Or you could just I get a, a yeah. millennial. Yeah. Or you could just get a Master Shooter and put it with that. You know. So. Oh, a submarine. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, Sergio, you have any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I've got pretty much everything I got. I like this episode a lot. It's nice to interact. It's always fun. Yeah, uh, we we do this from time to time, and uh, it's been a while since we've had a a listener episode, and uh, they're always fun to have. And you know, it's great filler for when we we really can't think of anything to think uh, talk about. And you know, uh, I know you mentioned it in the private group. Hey, let's have a listener question day, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Perfect, uh, perfect timing, you know, and, and lots of lots of stuff. I know there was a lot of third party reveals uh, last, uh, well, over the weekend at SGC in Singapore, um, you know, and I'm sure we'll be talking about that for uh, uh, for weeks to come. Lots of great stuff there, uh, you know. Surprisingly, fans toys didn't show a lot of stuff off. However, you know, I'm sure they they've got quite a bit of stuff still on their plate, uh, things that haven't been released. Uh, I know fans hobby uh showing off power baser and uh and their red dragon and every time I see red dragon I think of Bobby Fish and and uh, <laughs> um well you know that that red dragon I think I think it was a T was it was it a TF source exclusive no it was it's a SGC exclusive right now no, I meant I meant the the product that was available outside the show. I thought I was, I wasn't sure if that was just what they had been able to pick I, I up. I don't or know. If they, yeah. I don't but know. Th- it's possible. Uh, it was, it was, I think the price was about two twenty nine on that figure, mm-hmm. uh, which is about a hundred dollars more than the regular version. Yeah. I want it, but I don't want it that bad. Yeah, it's if, if I didn't have, if I wasn't lucky enough to get Botcon Megatron in 2016, I probably would be pursuing this with a lot more vigor than I am. But, uh, you know, again, it's just ho- hopefully everyone that can get one can get one. It's just I really wanted that to be a, a TFCon exclusive. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I think that'll uh, – I, I, that's coming up on my Facebook here. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, Sergio's gotta gotta go. Um, but you know, I want to thank everybody for joining us this week, and thank everybody in the live chat on Twitter, uh, everybody that uh, contributed to uh, uh, the questions on this episode. Uh, really, really awesome, uh, and thank you uh, for each and every one of your uh, your uh, your questions. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter at tfylp. Uh, support us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TFYLP. Uh, thank you to everybody that continues to do so each and every month. Without your help, we couldn't continue doing this. Uh, and thanks each and every one of you guys, Don, Jim, Sergio. Uh, glad you have on have you on tonight. Uh, until week after next, hope to see you at the uh, Midwest Transformers Meet up next Saturday, November 4th at the Toy Drop in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'll be there. Jim will be there. Hopefully Sergio, a bunch of other people. Uh, And then we will see you next week after that here on TFYLP. Good night, everyone. Good night. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter 
at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha, ha, ha.